going on everyone? This is the Popcorn Heroes review of Cruella, a 101 Dalmatians prequel. <laughs> or, or or villain origin, but that's, that's what they're calling it now. Villain, villain origin, origin movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So whatever. It is what it is, I guess. So so this um, is the second uh this is the second of the villain villain origins then. Yeah, because they did Maleficent. And mm-hmm. that did not work at all, even though they had a sequel. I was gonna that say they had a sequel, work. so did it really? Did it really not work? <laughs> I mean the and second one did bomb though. <laughs> Ah, that makes yeah. sense. I, I just didn't... What I didn't like about the Maleficent series is they literally changed her entire thing, you know? And ah, I think that sucks. I'm going to get to that because I yeah. just saw the animated recently, so go. Ah, okay. Anywho... Well, I'm not talking about Cruella. I'm talking about Maleficent, how they changed her completely. Mm-hmm. She was a different character. Anyways, I uh, I am Armando. With me today is... Pedro, what's going on, homie? Hello, hello. What's up? What's up? So, ladies and gentlemen, we're again talking about Cruella, which you can see it in theaters now, or you could pay thirty dollars a pop and watch it at home on Disney Plus. Premiere, premiere. You know, it works out if you have a family and you don't want to pay, you know, for that much stuff. You know, mm-hmm. how many four tickets at like? Twelve dollars a pop, let's say. You might as well. It, it, just it makes it sense if you got a big group. Yeah, mm-hmm. might as well. Um, but as usual, we start off with our premise, and then we get into mm-hmm. our thoughts. Pedro, give us a lowdown of the premise. <clears throat> so this premise is very straightforward, as you can see from the title. It is called Cruella. And it is one of the villain prequels. So it talks about how this woman named Estella Miller, how she becomes Cruella. That's nice, Pedro. It. Hey, Pedro. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying not to, not to get into any form of uh, spoiler whatsoever. It's basic. Oh, it makes complete sense. Makes complete sense. But, Pedro, let me ask you a question. You're a, st- mm. you're a stickler for watching movies uh as in you know if the first one came out he have to watch you know the second you know the first one before you watch the second one would you say you need to watch 101 dalmatians to watch this movie 100 percent, no the only reason why i would say watch 101 dalmatians is so you can get the references and the winks to the camera that they very obviously do that's it but it's only because of Easter egg sakes. That's that's it. There's no other correlation, honestly. Okay. Perfect. All right, there you go. You heard it first from Pedro. You don't need mm-hmm. to watch 101. And if you haven't seen it, you had a very sad childhood. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe next time. Pedro, with that said, what is your rating and very, very small thoughts? <clears throat> um, I actually give it a four out of five. I really liked it. I went into it with the smallest and worst of expectations. I was like, who the fuck asked for this movie? There's no point. Of all the villains, uh, the least interesting one, the most one-dimensional one, you know, 
And how are you going to make this character even remotely likable for me to even give a fuck about their journey? And they fucking did it. Sure, they changed a lot, but I'm totally okay with that. I'm 100% okay with that. At one point, I even said, "Does it? did it even need to be named Cruella? You could have just done it with any other name, and it would have been a great fucking movie just the same. But it's fine. I enjoyed it. I really liked her. I really liked um, Emma Stone's portrayal. I really liked Emma Thompson's portrayal as the Baroness. Um, just everyone, actually. Like, even, um, um, what were their names? The homies. Jasper and Horace. Jasper and Horace were great. And um, just... The even the movie was was longer than usual. It was like two hours and fifteen minutes, I believe. But honestly, I didn't feel that length. I thought that it did a very good job of pacing uh, a story, and uh, they did a really good job of of pushing Disney to the edge of its most PG thirteen that they can. Besides Pirates, because I think Pirates did a little more. But yeah, they were like almost there. There were certain parts where I'm like, ooh, is this still Disney? Ah, they still kept it Disney. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah, I, I agree. And I piggyback with what you said. Uh, I do give it a four. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very well made. Um, I really enjoyed the outfits. They were mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Like, I don't know. I, I just thought the costuming in this movie is gonna. It was very good, and I think it's definitely gonna win. Uh, best costume design. It has to. It's just hands down. The the way they did it, it was just it was spectacular. The acting was very well done. I really enjoyed the mm-hmm. acting. Um, I I disagree with you in the sense that I do think it was too long. I think if they would have mm. cut a little bit, like trim off the fat a little bit, I think it would have been a very top notch movie. And I do agree. I don't think this movie needed to be a Cruella movie. It could have been anything else. Like, and I think it would have still hit. Um, yeah. But overall, it is a very in, in, uh, enjoyable movie. Um, even my kid, Asai, he he loved it. Like, he, he's like, oh, this is a really good movie. I want to see it again. I'm just like, damn, dude. Oh, you took your kid <laughs> to it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he really enjoyed it. Um, and he he really watched the whole thing too. So he wasn't really like fidgety. I mean, I guess he's getting older, but. Uh, he really watched it and he he really enjoyed it, and I think the music and all that stuff really hit too. You know, I think it was uh, soundtrack very, was bomb. Yeah, yeah, it was a the movie flowed very well through between every, all these parts. I just do still say that it was a little bit too long for me. Um, I think mm. if they would have trimmed a little bit of fat, it would have been a tighter movie, and I think it would have been way much way much better. Uh, but overall, great movie. Um, Pedro, do you recommend it? Yes, I actually, rec- out of all, let's put it this way, out of all of the live action Disney movies, this is top, top tier. Yeah. Well, in actually, the yeah. top tier. When I say top tier, I don't mean number one, but definitely, I don't know, top three, I guess, easily. I would say, yeah. I mean, I haven't, in overall, I haven't really enjoyed any of their, not like fully enjoyed any of their, their live action adaptations. Like lately, I would say maybe Cinderella. It's a little older, and Jungle Book. Those were pretty solid, but honestly, all the other ones Jungle Book I could okay. care less. Yeah, Jungle Book was okay. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast was okay. Um, nah, nah. What's the other one they did? I uh, did a lot. Man. Aladdin, I, Aladdin. I didn't enjoy Aladdin. No, me neither. At all. So yeah, yeah man. So there, far, there, there, there's a lot of pointless Dumbo ones. This was one was boring. 
Yeah, this one felt like it was going to be a pointless one, cash grab, which maybe it was a cash grab, but yeah, they actually sure. got a really good, they got a team to make it more than what it should have been. <laughs> yeah. I think the, I, you know, maybe the reason why it hit so much, it was because of the fashion element of the movie. And I think that is what propelled the story more than anything else. Yeah. And, and I also think the general, the basic idea of the story of what the premise is, which we'll get into as we dive deeper into it. But just that idea, it's, it's very easy to root for, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very Definitely. basic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a very simple shift for uh, story and i think that that's that's what makes movies better in my opinion i think when they start trying mm-hmm. to complicate it and add different things it's just exactly. it ruins the essence of the film but anyways pedro let's get into it there are spoilers ahead it. if you've seen the movie stick around if you haven't pause it come back if you don't care let's just keep it going pedro spoilers mm-hmm. ahead there are spoilers ahead spoilers cool. ahead done yeah so, Pedro, the biggest thing I didn't like about this movie <laughs> is that the dogs killed the mother. I felt that yeah. was so idiotic. I so, did not enjoy yeah. that at all. So, um, I agreed with you in the beginning because when it first happens, I was like, really? Because, you know, in the beginning, it makes it seem like it's an accident. And I'm just like, how can that happen? By What kind of Final Destination shit is this? So I was pretty mad about it. But once you get to the reveal that she did the doggy whistle and the point and actually killed her, then I'm like, ah, I got it. And then, you know, it starts coming together. That's why she hates Dalmatians, blah, blah, blah. Then you start getting a little bit of the Cruella aspect of it. I'm like, that's a pretty dark and interesting twist to it. Like, that's why that's the adversary. There's trauma in her childhood about it. So I... I, I, I disagree with you. Once you find out the, the whole reveal, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how Disney try to humanize, try to humanize everyone by their parents dying. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, so crazy because... <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we find out later it's not her real parents, but the, she even has just a mother figure, right? And then that's typical... Disney princess, Disney protagonist, I should say. Typical Disney protagonist, one parent thing going on. You know, it's something that even Walt Disney started to make it relatable. And I'm like, there it is. Even in the beginning, I'm like, she's only got a mother. Oh, you Ah, guys, I see what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a a constant trope at this point, you know. Every every Disney movie is not an orphan or a single parent. It's not a Disney movie anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was already right from the get-go. I'm like, there it is. The humanizing begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I th- I, so, yeah, that, that part can annoy me. And, and when, I, when I'm thinking back and reflecting upon the movie, there's one part I think they just should have cut, and I think it was still worked. The, the whole part of the cicadas, I think if that would have been cut, I think the movie still would have worked. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like like them going into the the you know try to rob it, quote unquote, and then mm-hmm. she gets scared. She puts all the dresses in that vault. Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. that, all that. I thought it was highly pointless. I I can see that it was just yeah yeah because the whole thing the whole thing was like the back and forth war of like oh 
you think the Baroness got her one-upped with whatever, you know, stealing the dress or something like that, you know? And then, bam, she just comes in and always... So there was so much ping-pong back and forth of the fighting that what you're saying is it had one too much. Yeah. One too extra. Because I feel like the whole point of the cicadas was it to ruin the party. And the arrow comes out. And then she's throwing her own show. So well, I feel what like... it was, yeah. It, it was definitely for her to... Because she considered the, I actually thought it was pronounced cicada, but maybe whatever. Anyways, the one with the fucking bugs, the one with the moths, <laughs> that uh, th- that was her prized. Because the whole thing was her to get her hopes up. Like, yep, this is my prized dress. This is the best dress I have. This is what I'm gonna use as my secret weapon. And then to have that be a Trojan horse, it and totally sabotage the whole thing. It completely guts her. So that's what it was. She wanted to get the Baroness at her like absolute worst. And then when she's like, oh, my God, everything's ruined. Then you go across the street and you're like, this bitch over here with like a fucking crazy ass fashion show. It should have been made out of her actual Dalmatians. That would have been like the ultimate fucking slap in the face. I'm like, oh, that was good. So I agree that maybe there were too many of them, but I would have cut another moment rather than that one. I I like that whole build up to it of her just completely at her low. Like she pulled a fucking Bane on her and totally like broke her completely mentally and yeah. physically and everything yeah yeah I, I uh i think she should have just done the upstaging with the loud music that overpowered what was going on and everybody's like, what the fuck is that and they all go outside and it's her throwing a show i think that would have still hit the same beat of you know people mm-hmm. are more interested in what's new than what's old you know yeah so i i feel like that's what like that whole sequence, I think would have cut it, and it would have still made mm. sense within the aspect of it. But w- you said you would have cut something else. What if? What would have you cut? Oh, I don't know a- a- any of the other ones because you know the other ones felt almost like a montage because they were so quick. You know, like the one where she shows up on uh, the w- with the future on her motorcycle, or the one where she mm. shows up on top of the car, or the one with the yeah. trash. Actually, the trash one was pretty dope. I, I would have kept that one hundred percent. Trash one was awesome. But you know what I mean? Like all of those were so quick. Yeah. It was almost like a montage. You technically could have cut out one of them. I mean, I like the way all of them were still there. But if I had to cut one, it would probably have been like the motorcycle one. Maybe I don't know. Any any one of those. But I I, I like the cicada one because it was just like a total fucking vivisection of her entire like show completely like done at, at her low point yeah i agree the, um in the 101 dalmatians was cruella a baroness in it because in here no, she so, becomes a baroness yeah so i just watched it and not at all they didn't she's so one-dimensional in uh, in 101 dalmatians all they mentioned was that she's a school friend of anita that's it and then she's very curious about the puppies like oh are the puppies you know born oh where are the puppies and she's so excited to like see the puppies and then when she finally gets the puppies when the puppies are finally born she's like oh i want to buy them and they're like well they're not for sale and then she gets her goons to go steal it and the whole thing is her absolute obsession with getting the puppies to make a coat so it's just like the most basic of basic one-dimensional villain things. There's no yeah. backstory or nothing. But you do get the... But she does live in that massive call- house, though. She does live in it, and it is. it actually does say Hell House, which you find out in uh, the Cruella movie why it's called Hell House. And then you she drives the classic car, which is the the Panther, the, 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 the DeVille, the DeVille uh-huh. car. And same thing with her, like, driving it, and she's, like, causing sparks and shit on, like, the fucking cars and stuff. 
But that's about it. They don't mention anything about a Baroness. They don't mention anything about her having a fashion thing, kind of like, uh, you know, it gave me huge, I mean, I'm sure for everyone, it, uh, huge Devil Wears Prada vibes. Huge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, Baroness was totally, like, Meryl Streep's character, like, but murderous. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, straight up murder. Um, but yeah, there was no mention of that. It was just, you're assuming a very witch, uh, a witch, a very rich woman that was just like, yeah, I want to kill these fucking things and make the best coat. And you're like, I, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why when I heard about this movie, I'm like, how are you going to humanize that? And then the answer was change everything. (laughs) Yeah. Essentially, they actually gave her a backstory that she never had it then. Yeah. And then uh, Horace and uh, and Jasper, you know, in the actual Cruella movie, they're very compassionate. You know, they care for her. And then when Cruella starts, like, going into her persona, because that, that's the only thing I kind of liked about this. It gave me another movie. It gave me vibes of huge Joker vibes. Mm. Um, because you had her um, kind of like a, a Clark Kent Superman moment where she has a Stella Miller... Or you could even see how the the accent changed. She got more like like pompous when she was in her um, in her Cruella character, and uh, that's when she would go full blown like caricature of power and like anger, and that was like almost like a multiple personality thing going on. And then whenever she switched to that, that's when her henchmen would be like, "Yo, you need to calm down. We miss you know." So they it was just super compassionate, and obviously in 101 Dalmatians the animated they didn't. They didn't have any of that. They were just henchmen. They didn't even imply that they knew each other from before. It just seemed mm-hmm. like they were just two goons that she happened to hire. So there was no friendship, no nothing. So, yeah, this movie, it's not even a prequel. I would put it so far as it's just a reboot, like a complete reboot from scratch of of these characters for the better. So what do you think the Corella sequel is going to be about then that, you know, got announced? So I saw an interview by... Um, Excuse me. I saw an interview from Emma Stone and she says that they want to go the Godfather 2 route, which means it's going to be Cruella doing her empire and I guess running into her problems and shit. And then it'll do flashbacks of maybe how she's slowly becoming her mother. So you'll see the Baroness's rise to power and how that mirrors hers, which is very interesting because that's essentially what Godfather 2 was. You see Al Pacino doing his empire and then it'll cut to Robert De Niro, which is his dad. And him also rising to power. So you see the parallels of the apple doesn't fall fall far from the tree. And apparently that's the route that they're going to go for with Cruella 2. And I hated the idea of a sequel till I heard that. And I'm like, that's actually pretty fucking dope. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Cool. So do, do you think the, the live action that's already, that already exists of um, 101, you think, this yeah. follows, you think this follows the... Is, is that the sequel to this? Or nah. what do you think? Nah. Has no relation. I, I, I still think, yeah, I still think this is totally um, to, to, a total revamp. A total revamp. I think if it gets popular enough, strangely, and they make a part three for some weird version, I think they're just going to start doing the 101 story or something, the 101 Dalmatian story somehow. Yeah. You know? I mean, if if, if part two is hit, it's a hit, I'm pretty sure they're going to do 101. They have to at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a, a sequel or a prequel in any way. It's definitely just a, just a reboot, complete reboot. So, 
I absolutely loved the way the movie was set in the 70s in London, which was like the heart of punk rock, um, like the punk rock fuck society type era. And that fit perfectly for her character because she was all about the 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 anarchist type of, of fashion, especially whether when she showed off the window, you know, it was like the graffiti with like the fucked up mannequin and everything. And that's what was popping. So I love that that whole route. It, it's just the era, the music, it all just spoke with the character. Like, you know, how we always like to say the setting, the music, like everything needs to be part needs to be a character in the story. I thought right, for I, sure. I thought I, I thought all of that, the setting, the music, all of it did a really good job of enhancing the character. And the character's transformation. Yeah. And I think the fact that they said it in that in that era made more sense to that character than doing a modern time, modern telling of this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it just so, hit better. I'm so glad they did better. that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the, sure. the whole, the whole, and it just made sense with her hair and all that stuff. And like, it's just, overall, it made complete sense why I said yeah. it in that time period. Yeah. So um, there were a couple moments where I'm watching the movie and, and, you know, like I mentioned uh, earlier, a couple moments where I'm like, man, I forgot this is a Disney movie. And then there are plenty of times where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's definitely a Disney movie because <laughs> one of one of Cruella's iconic things is she's a heavy smoker. And when she first gets introduced, she's puffing up the uh, the long cigarette and she's fucking smoking all over the place, you know, and uh, they never did any type of origin for that. Like, I felt that if. I mean, it's a Disney property. It's very, even though technically Disney got it from a book, but at this point, this is the Disney ver- adaptation of it. If if Disney didn't have the smokers rule and this was somehow made like back in the day, they probably would have went the route of the Baroness was a smoker, and then her like slowly turning into the Baroness, she starts smoking uh, as like a way to because you know they, they set up really early that they're con artists, so they play roles. And then she gets so into the role of of Cruella that that's it, that she morphs completely. So I felt like that would have been a natural way to make her like smoking to introduce that that part of it. And uh, there was another character that was like smoking all the time in the animated. And I didn't even recognize it was him. It was the lawyer, Jasper. Not Jasper. Sorry. Uh, fuck. What was okay, I talk about Roger, Roger. Which is the 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 lawyer they get like they got like fired and then at the end yeah. he's just playing the piano. So I didn't even yeah. realize that that was the same Roger until the end, where it's like I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking Roger, Roger. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> that oh, did man. not that did not click at all. Yeah. So, but that. but but one of the things that's like kind of iconic about him was that he was smoking that big fucking uh, Sherlock Holmes pipe. So maybe if I would have saw him with the pipe, then I would have been like, oh, that's the same Roger. But it never clicked for me because that's a part of him that's like, yeah, iconic of his you, first introduction. You think they'll, they'll hint at, at her smoking in the future? Like have maybe a tray there or smoke coming out from somewhere or something like that? I don't think so. I I, I don't think they're what you're saying is you think they're going to do the Constantine route. Nah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't see them doing that at all. I think they're completely staying away from it. You know, it's a total reboot. You don't have to do it. This is just because they're trying so hard to say this is Cruella before Cruella. You know, I'm like, yeah, but smoking's a pretty big part of her character. But whatever. I guess. Yeah. We can, I guess we can forget that ever happened. Um, I did like some of the new characters they introduced. They introduced. Uh, I'm gonna look up their names because I don't remember who they were. Well, they Mark Strong. Up, 
Mark Strong as like uh, I guess gonna be her butler. Um, he he was he was a pretty good character. Um, and he's one of the ones that does like the big revelation, the whole uh, "I am your father" yeah. moment, or sort of. And then you yeah. had Artie, which was like the um, the fashion designer. The uh, damn, what did I keep comparing him to? Uh, the, the Bowie, the David Bowie, because he had the star in the eye. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, great the character, great sidekicks. Guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. which apparently is the first openly gay live action character of Disney. Apparently, so I'm like, okay. Cool. Great character though. I liked how. He was um, good. Yeah, I I just liked the whole uh, heist aspect of it. It felt very like teamwork wise of them. Uh, you know, them trying to steal the necklace at first, or them like, yeah, getting I love that. like the slow plotting of her demise of her like, oh, yeah. I gotta switch my wigs and come in from the inside. It just felt it, very Ocean's Eleven-y as well. Yeah. It felt like two movies in, in combining one because, like, the first half is them being thieves, and then the second half is just a fashion showdown, yeah, essentially. War. A war, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there was so made, much. And, uh... and it made sense, you know. I think mm-hmm. those two mashings made sense. And I think that's what I, I found. What I commend the movie so much, you know, is that it was able to mash these two genres into something that makes sense within the movie and flowed well. Which is very yeah, yeah, rare yeah. for a movie to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was talking about parts that took me out of it and made me go, ah, that's right, this is Disney. There's a part somewhere where she's like talking to her mom in the fountain and then she starts explaining the entire movie. Oh, this is my mother. So that explains why I'm like this. And then, you know, she killed you. And then da-da. and she's explaining everything. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I already know what's happening. <laughs> you didn't it's, have to hold my hand. Oh, that that could have been cut too. That but was I, the I whole. I think they, I think they just needed that for the sense of you know she's kids. letting go of her mother or whatever. Oh well, I guess kind of. The yeah, maybe. But it, I I took it more as okay. We need to make sure the kids understand the gravity of the situation of where her character's at. So they did that whole monologue explanation, and I'm just like, eh. how did you oh, feel about I, um? Uh-huh. I just looked up something real quick. My eyes happened to glaze past it. Apparently, Dev Patel was originally supposed to be Roger. I would have liked that a lot more. Fuck. Damn, actually, yeah. that would have been really good. Oh, my God. That would have been really good. Fuck. Yeah, it, it just Why says he here, Dev out? Patel was... That's so weird. It doesn't say. It just says he was considered the role the same month, but then they hired this other guy. I'm like, Huh. I would have liked Dev Patel a little better. Dude, yeah, I think Dev Patel would have killed it. Yeah. Or or maybe De- Dev Patel doesn't want to do side characters anymore. You know, he's just like, I want to Oh, yeah, that. it could be. Because it was a complete side character. So, yeah, maybe he was a little too hotshot for it. He wants to get a little a little more screen time. I mean, that's fair. If you think about that's it, fair. he's done meteor shit since, you know, he did that. Uh, he, he's done, like, what, two or three movies? Yeah, he's um, he's done a lot of good uh, Oscar bait stuff too. So yeah, exactly. I suppose that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. But you but I felt like that would have been cool. Th- that would have made oh, me yeah. go, wait a minute, this character is someone, rather than eh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it would have made me go, Roger, uh, Roger. Where do I know that name from? Then that's how I felt with Mark Strong. I'm like, did she have a butler in the original? No, she didn't. <laughs> nah, nah. He so was it was a totally. 
Same yeah. thing with Artie. I, I had to look it up, and I'm like, Artie, Artie's a totally new character too. I, I feel like Mark Strong was was wasted too, though. Yeah, yeah. Again, I I think this is all baiting sequels to have bigger parts, to have bigger um, yeah, b- b- bigger character stuff. Yeah. How, how did you feel about the you know opening monologue sequence that she had, which always annoys me too. When it, I'm trying up, to oh, remember how it's me, but I'm dead or whatever. Or and I'll tell you something about why I'm dead. Or but this is the beginning of how it all happened. Or something, as she says, I think so. Something around that nature. Yeah, I don't like those. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was wasn't. It wasn't as yeah. It wasn't as no. Nah, I was gonna say it wasn't as on the nose, but yeah, it totally was. But it I guess it wasn't as annoying because yeah. she's charismatic and it made me stay into it it didn't feel as cheesy i should say i don't know what it was that made it less cheesy for me but yeah it's totally that trope that we always talk about that we can't stand like all that was missing i know what you're thinking what am i doing here well to answer that we got to go back 15 years when i was born yeah it was pretty oh uh <laughs> it was pretty fucking out there yeah that's so funny dude yeah um, man, but overall i like the movie man there was uh, oh so I I keep getting fucking distracted and going on tangents so uh, there were a couple parts that they should have pushed the envelope and they didn't want to because they still want to make her redeemable which was she should have fucking killed the fucking Dalmatians in that part like the fact that she didn't kill the Dalmatians and then made a coat with Dalmatian skin and then kept the Dalmatians and then gave the Dalmatians puppies as pets to two people that she didn't really give a fuck about it's a little weird all right so the reason why i feel that 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 would have never happened now is because this is the this is the prequel she's supposed to do that in the future so why would she do something that something that she wants to do in the future in the past right i i so that would have happened I just didn't like the way they... Because you saw the mid-credit scene, right? There was credit scenes? I didn't know it. I didn't... What were they? Oh, I didn't see it at all. Oh, that's why you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, you didn't see the mid-credit scene. No, I left. I left as soon as it finished. So there's a mid-credit scene. And what it does is it shows... Oh, no wonder. You probably didn't understand the part I was talking about. So Roger, which is the lawyer, it shows him in an apartment and he's playing the piano. So this is when he becomes a musician uh like you know a struggling musician so you see him on the piano trying to come up with a song and then he, and that's when he goes cruella de vil cruella de vil and he does the classic cruella song from 101 and then he hears a, a fucking knock on the door or a doorbell rings and then that's when you see a box that has cruella's classic colors and then when you open it you see that it's a a, a puppy dalmatian it says pongo and then it cuts over to Anita Darling's house, and it's the same thing. She's, uh, I don't remember what she's doing, probably more uh, uh, journalist stuff. Same thing. Here's the knock on the door. She opens it up, and then it has a present. Same thing with the black and white stripe, and then it says Perdita for the puppy. And I'm like, why did you give them puppies? I mean, Anita makes a little more sense because you guys have a camaraderie, you know, like you knew each other, even though you weren't best friends, you knew each other. It kind of went by so quick that I didn't really get the idea that you guys were best of friends. And then, yeah, she did kind of help you now. So I would understand you giving her a puppy. Why the fuck did you give the lawyer one? You didn't even like the guy. I know they kind of said, Unless oh, I kind of feel lawyer... bad for getting him. 
Unless the lawyer helped her out. But he didn't. When she faked her death and all that stuff. Unless they do some explaining of that later, I suppose. But Because because remember that uh, she was saying that... Um, uh, what's her real name? Fuck. It's... um. Oh, you're talking about uh, the, uh, 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 Estella. End, she, Estella. She's like, at the end, Estella died and left everything to Cruella. And that's who I am now. Yeah. So how did she set that all up without a lawyer? So I think... No, no, it, lawyer... it, it, it looked like she went to a banker. But yeah, I guess you can always do a retcon in the second movie and be like, oh, by the way, thanks for the help or whatever. She's not going to say like that because that's not in character. But just imply that that's what <laughs> happened. Yeah. Then maybe, but before that, before that, that what you just mentioned, the only other thing I could possibly think of was that she did spend a couple lines on that. She kind of felt bad for having Roger lose his job. And she's like, he blames me, but really he's kind of an idiot. So I guess she was kind of like compassion in a way. It still felt very forced that she gave the puppies to them. And also that implies that the Dalmatians are related which means when they have the kids, they're all a product of incest. <laughs> because in 101 Dalmatians, it's Roger coming up with a song. And then Pongo, the dog, is like, I need to get him out of the house because he's just stuck here making music. We need to find someone that will spark our interest. And then that's when he sees the Dalmatian with the girl. And he's like, wow, hotties. And then he gets his attention. So that says that when they saw each other there, they're really fucking related. That's weird. <laughs> Unless they retcon that and say that it's from different litters. Like she just bought them. Maybe, maybe her dogs are all male. So she buys them Dalmatians. It could be. It could be. But that would also have to be retcon. Right now, it's heavily implying that those puppies are from her three fucking dogs, which you don't know but, what gender they are, I suppose, but aren't they all boys? I she said the names, actually. She did say the names, but I didn't catch whether they were boys or not. I think they're boys. I'll have to boys. look that up later. Well, yeah. regardless, that's that's the that's what the movie's implying right now <laughs> with no retcon whatsoever, unless they do something in the second one. I'm like, that's a little weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I don't know. I I think they're all boys. To be honest with you, maybe. I I I, I think so. But yeah. Anyways. But overall, the uh, the classic revenge story and her uh, getting close to her and taking her down bit by bit, a little Count of Monte Cristo as well. Like, I really enjoyed that. It's very basic, classic story. And they did a good job of doing it in a different setting and um, slightly Disney-fying it on the way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Disney will always Disney-fy fucking everything, dude. Yeah, yeah. Do you think she should have? Uh, you think she should have killed the Baroness, or do you think arresting her with all the witnesses was just fine? No, I think <laughs> that actually works out better for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the smartest play. I, I, I don't. No, that, I think that was the best thing to do. Because in the yeah, end, she I, still I, becomes the Baroness and all that crap, you know. Yeah, it was just a little uh, funny. The whole uh, 
the Baroness is awaiting you outside and a whole huge crowd of people and everyone's just chilling there and she doesn't realize anything. Everyone's perfectly quiet. There's no murmurs or nothing. Everyone's just watching the show in perfect silence. And then she's like, oops. <laughs> I'm like, ah, plot armor, of course. <laughs> yeah, plot armor for sure. That's, that's what it is. I mean, every Disney movie has plot armor for their main characters, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a typical bullshit. But yeah, I think I think there were boys. I think those three dogs were boys, to be honest with you. And the dogs were CG, right? Uh well, a lot of moments they were. I can't tell if they were a hundred percent CG. Even the other dog that she had was a very good looking CG dog as well. Uh, that's one of the things that I was going to mention. I was like, they did a really good job of of getting CG animals. They must have learned a lot from Lion King to make them as realistic as possible. No, for sure. I, I, I definitely think... Oh, and, you know, and even the other dog, too. Uh, uh, What's his name? Wink? The other dog with the eye patch. Like, all oh, of the that stuff. the eye patch dog. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but the uh, the sidekicks as well, they they did a great job of, uh, of giving them their... They, they were like her voice of reason whenever she went too far, and... Um, they were they were also very interesting characters. They were funny. The 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 comedy was wasn't forced. It was it's good shit. It's good shit. I I actually like the way they wrote all the characters overall. I was very yeah, pleasantly I mean, surprised. All, all the uh, yeah, I think all the characters pretty much did very even her uh, even Cruella's. Uh, I mean, um, the Baroness assistant was was enjoy, was enjoyful seeing him. Oh yeah, he yeah. Got, he got disgusted with. <laughs> Stupid yeah, shit that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like one-off characters, but they had enough good character moments that so you're like, oh, yep, these are good. Yeah, it was What's so the funny? angle? Really That's the <laughs> angle. Like, it was, it was good shit, man. He did a good British voice. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that's uh, Richard Jewell. <laughs> Richard Jewell, yeah. Yeah, I started watching it the other day. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. But I yeah, um, he, he I, I, I've a, seen him in a. He's in like two Spike Lee movies. I think he's in Klansman and Five Bloods, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and but he's always done like comedies too before that. So, mm. um, but he did um he did a good he did a good accent. I I, I you know it, it's it's a an exaggerated British accent. You know, it's not yeah, a yeah, real legit British oh, accent. So it's just like uh huh. No, I was going to say, that's the other thing. I know we're talking about how great the acting was, but it's not like Oscar-nominated stuff, but it's just the right amount of cartoony that you need to enhance the characters and not take you out of it. Like, oh, this is too much. No, it was just the right amount of of cartoonishness. It's pretty good. It's just like uh, Emma Stone's British accent wasn't bad. But, you know, she she did it from the favorite. Um, so I'm looking up the it, other guy. Just, yeah. And he's in Yesterday. I only seen the movie once, and I don't remember him in it. But Yesterday, which guy? Uh, the the uh, I, I get confused between uh, Horace and. Uh, oh, you're talking about the tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jasper. He, there he goes. He 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 plays as he's, Jasper. He's the friend. He's the friend of the guy who goes famous. Oh, he was, he was the, the friend. You see, I I saw that movie yeah. a while back. I saw it when it first came out, and I couldn't remember. But yeah, I was looking up where he's yeah, been. Yeah, he, he's 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 the his roadie friend. That he takes on mm. tour with him, and he's always fucking up. And and yeah. apparently he was in Game of Thrones for eight episodes in a reoccurring role. Yeah, he was that. the he was the the 
Hizar Zolorak. That's what it says. Yeah, he was the... You know when Danny takes over oh, the he's pyramid in place? He's one of the nobles Yeah, he's... Marine. There you go. He's a noble marine. That she, He was supposed to get married to Danny, but Danny uh, burned him with the dragons. Oh, man, that is totally him. Holy shit. Yeah. She go, yeah. That, that's the first time she uses Drakaris. Yeah. Oh wow! And she, remember, she brings him down to the to the to to the, the the dungeons, and the dragons are there, and then she gets him both killed. All right, him and some oh. all the nobles get killed there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it here. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah, he's been he's been a couple things then. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah I was like, where that. have I seen him from? That's where I've seen him, but I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's just what it's just those actors, you know the faces, but you're like ah, you know. Yeah, I, I'm like so I know you now. from somewhere. I know you from somewhere, but I don't know where. And then there it is. It's definitely the Game of Thrones one that that really hit me over the yesterday one. I I, I don't remember him at all in yesterday. But yeah, yeah. yesterday he was a roadie friend. Oh, okay, that helps him pat, uh, do the tour stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's like an idiot. But yeah, cool stuff. Good stuff, Pedro. Any uh, last words before we wrap this up? No, that about wraps it up, man. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go watch it. Pedro, do you recommend it? Oh, I forgot to say that. Do you recommend it, Pedro? Yes, 100%. Recommend. All right. I also recommend it, so go watch it. Um, go watch it in theaters. It's cheaper if you can. If you're willing to sacrifice your life, go to the theater. <laughs> but... Other than that, you could watch it at home for $30 and you could stream it as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. I, I do recommend it. And stay for the mid-credits. Yeah, something I didn't do. Don't listen to me, peeps. Listen to Pedro. <laughs> Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode of Cruella. We could watch it in Disney Plus or in movies. Let us know your thoughts about the movie. You can follow us on our social media. Hit us up at popcornheels.gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, questions, answers, concerns. You know how it goes. Till next time. Bye-bye.